0: All right, this has been a long time coming. Um, Dragon Ball Z is the greatest anime of all time. That is something that I hold near and dear uh, to me personally, but it like that that is truly my opinion. But at the same time, it's a factual thing as well, and. I only make this claim because I have heard and seen a bunch of people speak out about different things in different anime and generally speaking a lot of those a lot of those statements come from stuff that at some point or t- at some point or another was just popular at its given time but not anything that was earth-shattering like Dragon Ball Z. No other anime has ever bridged the gap between anime and um, different countries, like Dragon Ball Z. No other anime could say that essentially they were playing episodes well into GT in other countries, while America still didn't even have an English dub for some of Dragon Ball Z episodes. No other anime is even close to being so, is close to having so much influence Over so many different things that shape anime as a whole today than Dragon Ball Z. At one point in time, I was was in the realm of essentially backing Neon Genesis Evangelion for being one of the biggest anime of all times because of how important it was to anime in Japan upon its inception. When Neon Genesis Evangelion came out, what that meant to everyone who watched it, it was such a big deal. There's a reason why it's held in such high regard even today, but it's only because of what it represented and what it delivered as an anime. But then upon retrospect, thinking thinking about everything as a whole, Neon Genesis Evangelion isn't an anime that's essentially, that has worldwide acclaim like Dragon Ball Z. It's an anime that is popular in its own right and it has a huge... a a huge amalgam of fans and everything like that i'm not knocking the story or anything like that but it is something that when you compare it to what like an accomplishment as a series and what it has inspired and what it has brought forth it comes up short very short in comparison to dragon ball z and this i believe is in the realm of every fucking anime and manga out there even things that are still going on today one piece case closed how do you may know Epo? So many different manga that still are continuously going, well within thousands of chapters, still barely hold a candle to the greatness that is Dragon Ball Z. And this isn't something that's an opinionated concept. This is something that, if you look at the numbers and the facts, as well as the impact as a, as a whole, the series has over so many people, so many different properties, so many different things. American cartoons reference Dragon Ball Z. And this is like, this is something that when you sit back and look at it, it's like this this is a thing that took the world by storm far before anime was so accessible on the internet, way before manga became as popular as it is in America right now and currently. This is something that has, that everyone at least has heard of. Whether you're big into anime or not, at some point in time in your life, you have came across Dragon Ball Z. Whether you're into anime or not, you've heard about Dragon Ball Z. You've heard about Dragon Ball. That's how important and big it was. And it is. It still shapes and values things to this day in terms of trying to recreate that magic. That's why I feel like Shonen itself is in a stagnant place as it keeps trying to manipulate the audience into feeling something that people felt when they got hold of Dragon Ball Z. But realistically, because of their misconceptions towards stuff, they they miss the mark. They implement the concept of a rival when there is no rivalry in Dragon Ball Z. They misconstrue the concept of, of fighting in terms of pairing off people. You go over there and fight somebody, you go over there and fight somebody, you go over there and fight somebody. And fight somebody. When the fights were far w- better structured <laughs> within Dragon Ball Z. The concept of a tournament actually not being used as a focal character progression point, but more so just a plot point. This is just something that took place and you just introduced some characters within this tournament, but this isn't something that's for the overall growth and development of the main character. It's just a tournament, you know? There's so much that Dragon Ball Z has implement And yet I say Dragon Ball Z over Dragon Ball because Dragon Ball Z is what stuck out more than Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball, sure, it deserves its, its shine in the daytime, but anyone can tell you that Dragon Ball Z is the far more memorable story. It's the far more memorable show. It's the far more memorable concept. And unlike Naruto, which literally has a show that has a different name, but it is not a different um, story arc or archetype, It literally is just, if you look at the manga, Naruto has only ever been Naruto. There is no Shippuden. Shippuden is the name that was brought up in terms of getting people to come back to looking at Naruto so they can finish the story after they literally bombarded everyone with over 100 episodes worth of filler Because they caught up to the manga and they didn't know what the fuck to do. So, by that regard, the anime of Naruto does not follow the same suit as Dragon Ball Z. It it is not a different continuation. Even if it does take place after the time skip and whatnot, in order to try and capture that magic that Dragon Ball Z had, it did not succeed. And that's because Naruto has like a bunch of crappy writing, a whole bunch of plot holes and shit. But um, (laughs) I digress with that one. But Dragon Ball Z was something that was far superior than Dragon Ball. And I say that wholeheartedly seeing both series and and being a huge major fan of both Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball is, is amazing. It is an amazing anime, but I am constantly remissed whenever I hear someone compare or say that Dragon Ball is better than Dragon Ball Z. When I feel that that nothing could be further from the truth as Dragon Ball has moments that are iconic, amazing, and wonderful. But Dragon Ball Z have moments that were earth shattering, that were genre defying, that were moments that really took that took a shine on certain characters and put them in a whole new light. It wasn't just adding in more depth or aging of the characters. It was literally having a situation and a concept of expanding everything that you knew from Dragon Ball and just just sending that shit to the moon. It's that good. It was that amazing. It was that phenomenal. And the fact that it is something that was held in such high regard above Dragon Ball is a testament to that. It's like, I'm not just speaking on the fact that it's like, you know, I just like one over the other. No, it's because of the fact that one clearly outshines the other. And in all aspects, whether it be Whether you agree or not, it's something that is like, hey, you prefer Dragon Ball over Dragon Ball Z. Some people preferred Sailor Moon over Dragon Ball Z. That doesn't fucking matter. But what matters is that one thing stood the testament of time way above the other one. And even even still, when I first saw Dragon Ball Z, my introduction to it wasn't through Dragon Ball. It was through Dragon Ball Z. And looking at dragon ball Z and not even knowing everything about dragon ball upon looking at dragon ball. I appreciated the story and everything that came from dragon ball, but it didn't mean that I could not enjoy dragon ball Z without having seen dragon ball. That is good fucking storytelling. (laughs) That's good writing. That's still being able to understand and diagnose the concept of the characters without actually needing to read the first initial story and kudos to them being able to do that. Akira Toyama was a fucking genius in that aspect. And it's sad that he never made anything else that came to that same high regard. But The Curse of a Mangaka. I mean, a lot of them really don't have something that supersedes their first creation. And uh, if you're someone who says Hunter x Hunter, um, I, I would call you a dumbass, as that is terrible in comparison to Yu Yu Hakusho. Because um, <laughs> Hunter Hunter is a bad—that's a bad manga. Bad anime, too. All around is bad <laughs> it's so stupid but i i can't like I, I wanted to talk about this because of the fact that like i heard um someone basically gush over berserk and say that's the greatest manga of all time and then they immediately was like you know people would refer or complain to dragon ball z and, and then like and then and it was like you you would say dragon ball z but no berserk it is 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 deep, is complex. It has all of these different themes, all of these different archetypes, all these different concepts going on in it that just makes it such an amazing story and an amazing an, an amazing manga, especially with the art detail and all this stuff. And it's like, I agree with you. And then it was like, and Dragon Ball Z is is so simplistic and there's no like complexity in it or whatnot. And then also it's like, I agree with you. But when in the fuck did that mean that something isn't good because it doesn't happen to be complex? When when the fuck does that determine whether or not something is amazing? Hell, I, I I immediately thought of an analogy of an apple. You know? It's just, you can go to a five-star restaurant, eat you a sirloin steak and all the trimmings and whatnot. Or you could go eat an apple. Of course you go to the five-star restaurant and eat the snake, um, steak and whatnot. But you've also had an apple before right you've eaten an apple before we've versatiled apples before yes you might have eaten one before but it doesn't change the fact that at some point in time you might eat it again <laughs> it doesn't change the fact that someone else out there is eating an apple it doesn't change the fact that that's a go-to thing to eat for so many different people and we've turned it into different things and versatile like the many uses of it of liquefying it making apple juice putting it into a pie and making a pie and if you happen to not like an apple you can eat an orange orange is basically another kind of apple similar in certain aspects but it hasn't been it's not as versatile in certain aspects as well you can't make orange pie (laughs) but you can make apple pie but orange juice it's fucking delicious and if you're not understanding the analogy dragon ball z would be an apple while sailor moon would be the orange and berserk could be a steak but you're not inclined, nor are you able to eat a steak every fucking day. And it's not as if even if you have eaten a steak, it's something that you're going to enjoy or like. It might not be your cup of tea, but you have invested so much into eating the steak. Maybe you might have forced yourself to like it when in actuality you didn't like it. Who knows? Hell, maybe you like apples a certain way. You know, you like them crunchy. Um, you prefer them if they're sour, you prefer them not to be sour, you prefer them to be. Freshly picked off of a tree. You prefer crab apples. You prefer different types. Just so much shit can be done with the concept of an apple. But an apple will always remain an apple. There's nothing you can do to it. To the steak, oh, you can cook it differently. You can make it um, rare. It can have uh, different flavors or seasonings and things like that added to it. An apple is just an apple. It's simplistic. But that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with it, is the point that I'm trying to get to. There's nothing wrong with With the apple. It just is an apple. Simple. Straight to the point. A food you can eat that'll that'll give you some energy or whatnot. And you move on with your fucking day. It's not bad. It just is. So I'm constantly annoyed with the fact that. In order for something to be deemed good. It has to be deemed complex. In order for something to not be taken. In order for something to be taken seriously. It needs to be serious. There is no overstemming archetypes within dragon ball z oh wait but there is and, and then even more you you i get far more annoyed at the fact that there are a bunch of people out there who could basically explain to me dragon ball z story in a quick summary but in terms of actually getting in depth or actually concluding to so much more to the concept they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about because they haven't seen the show so many people have either regurgitated or tried to copy and imitate the Dragon Ball Z story that, yeah, most likely you know it already, but you haven't seen the show. You haven't appreciated anything that was done in the show or whatnot. You probably played a game that summarizes all the Dragon Ball Z story. Lord knows there's a bunch of them that do it. Hell, what was it? The Kakarai one came out like two years ago that just did the entirety of Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> You play any of the Budokai games or any of the Tenkaichi Budokai games and also just summarizes the Dragon Ball Z story. You still didn't watch the fucking anime, but you can know the story. And so how exactly is it that you can refer or determine that it's not as good as this or it's not as great as that and whatnot? And it's like, look at the facts that come behind it. This thing is still producing games that are still selling well, while the other thing stopped it came out, it came and went, and that was the end of it. Thus is the nature of anime. Popularity is the is the is the name of the game when it comes to current anime fandom. It only stems in the realm of popularity. So whatever is currently popular is what's considered is, is what's considered the best. But when something new takes that mantle, that is also considered the best. And then we just go from there. Was it not too long ago that everyone was screaming at the top of their lungs that Full Alchemist Brotherhood was just the best thing ever? Even though not too many people saw it, but a lot of people in the anime community was just screaming that that was just the greatest. And then, upon the inception of Demon Slayer, oh my god, can we not stop gushing about that? And lo and behold, you mark my words, the Chainsaw Man is going to take that mantle after Demon Slayer. Hell, Demon Slayer was praised to high heavens because it outsold One Piece. But it did for like like what like a couple of years? And but Demon Slayer is over with as a manga. So One Piece is still going. So does that mean that One Piece is now superior to Demon Slayer? Or does that mean that it was a passing fancy? Because that's what it is. It's a passing fancy. And <laughs> that's all that it amounts to. That's all that they can amount to. But then you look back, and no matter what, everything and everyone is always constantly compared to different archetypes of different characteristics of Dragon Ball Z. I don't care how much people reference shit like Berserk or different shows like Naruto and whatnot or Jojo's Bizarre Adventure within other forms of content. Hell, that's why we have the meme, is that a Jojo reference for for so much shit. But it doesn't change the fact that those things were stuff that were popular in their own right and they still have a deep-seated fandom. True. But they were never anything that shook the world by storm on the same level that Dragon Ball Z did. And it's, it's annoying that people cannot grasp that concept. Hell, even when I saw something where someone was like, when they were talking about how Berserk is the greatest marvel of all time, and then they referred to Dragon Ball Z, they immediately went to something of Dragon Ball Super, which is not Dragon Ball Z. That is a continuation of Dragon Ball Super, plagued by another person writing it, essentially the damn near the exact equivalent that you have with so many people making superhero movies and concepts and whatnot, and they don't refer to the source material. It's the same shit. It's not anything Akira Toriyama worked on. It's not anything that has his backing or his story structure. It, Hell, it even has a brand new different animation style that just looks weird and cheap <laughs> considering the fact that Toei has money. It's weird that they went that route. But it's not Dragon Ball Z. But that is what's referred to in terms of criticizing Dragon Ball Z. Even when mentioning Dragon Ball Z, people bring up bad shit that occurs in Super, which is not, Dragon Ball Z. Just like how Dragon Ball is not Dragon Ball Z, or how GT is not Dragon Ball. They're different iterations of the show, and Super is literally in the same category as GT. A stupid continuation that has nothing to do with anything, and honestly, shouldn't have been done. No one asked for it. It did it anyway, but no one asked for it. So, I am so annoyed and the fact that Dragon Ball Z essentially has to have this constant uphill battle with the community that it helped build—it's something that was in—it's in the fucking concrete of the building that is the anime community. It is something that ushered in the age and the new wave of, or ushered in everything that encompasses what's in uh, what's in anime today. And whether you like it or you don't, that's that's not a factor. Considering the fact that it's still referred to or copied today in terms of awakening a special ability, people getting OP out of nowhere or having all these things. Yes, that's a simplistic thing that took place within that story, but it's not Dragon Ball Z's fault that everyone else that copies it does not have the same accord when they're doing it. It's not Dragon Ball Z's fault that just because someone gets a super power boost um, or a power up or something like that within anime today, that it does not have the same emotional impact as it did when Krillin died and Goku turned Super Saiyan for the first time. It's not that show's fault that everything else fails to live up to its expectations or what it um, created before. Them. That's It's not that show's fault. But if anything, it's the fact that the community still ushers in and just constantly absorbs the shit. That comes after making up and copying everything. Hell, Hunter x Hunter does the rock, paper, scissors fist that comes from Dragon Ball. Um, when One Piece, they just had Luffy do basically a Super Saiyan transformation. And Naruto, all he ever did was do a Super Saiyan transformation. That, Like, hell, his look is that of a Super Saiyan, for the love of God. Blonde hair, blue eyes, and he speak Japanese. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, but it's never Dragon Ball Z's fault that those things basically... Come out the way that it came out. Hell, going back to Neon Genesis Evangelion for for the longest, uh, every like, well, even now, people can't stand the main character Shinji. But what Shinji represents and who it spoke to at the time when it came out is something that a lot of people in, um, enjoyed and, and endeared. They could relate to Shinji um, Ikari within um, Neon Genesis Evangelion. But what's crazy is that that is something that wasn't an original. I um, original. It wasn't an original aspect of a character in a giant robot anime or a mecha anime, which is like you look back at Amuro in Gundam, who essentially had that is like similar motifs from Shinji, wasn't as whiny and basically kind of nutted up near the end of the series. But it's something that um, was looked upon and then the I would say uh, uh, basically like turned (laughs) like turned crazy turned super emo but turned crazy in order to shoot in order to suit um shinji and essentially you have the whiny notion you have the is insecurities with the father you have the world feeling like you have the feeling of the world is on your shoulders when literally it is within the characters and them having a major and massive responsibility but where shinji and amuro different is the fact that amuro was dealing with a military war and overcoming and becoming a man in his own right, while Shinji was dealing with being a teenager, coming into his own um, person, uh, coming into his own person and being, whether it be liking certain girls or understanding his sexuality or just getting to know people or feeling indifferent or just being pressured to do so much, but then having such little expectations of himself. Different concepts of a character, but it's not like Shinji could not have been. Um, could not have been inspired by the character that is Amuro, and it'd be retarded to think that he wasn't. Like, why would you not go there? And then, because of the popularity of both Gundam and Neon Genesis Evangelion, now every goddamn person who pilots a Mecha fits that same archetype of having those same characteristics, whether they whether it's good or bad. They keep following it because it was something that was popular long ago. And no one knows how to utilize it or grasp that same lightning in the bottle, let alone want to create a brand new character that doesn't fit that archetype entirely. They just stick to what they know because what they know is that this was good. And that is the problem with so many people copycatting Dragon Ball Z. It's not bad is there's nothing wrong with it being simplistic. The reason that people enjoy it might be through its simplicity. And even if you were to condone it, it's simplistic. I would refer you to to actually sit down and watch the episodes of the show. Skip the filler. Not Dragon Ball Z Kai, but yes, the original Dragon Ball Z. The thing that started it all. Skip all the filler episodes if you can. Definitely do that. (laughs) But still sit down and actually watch the damn anime before you make your criticisms. Because I, a, a, a bunch of people who have seen Naruto have criticized Dragon Ball Z. And it's one of those things, like I actually remember being in a conversation with someone before who was just dogging Dragon Ball Z and how Naruto was superior. And then I was going blow for blow and everything that they were saying. And then I just asked them, and then like they said something about a character. I can't remember what. And then my 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 question to them was, I was like, well, that never happened in Dragon Ball Z. What are you talking about? And he was like, yes, it did. This happened there." And I was like, wait a minute. No, you're explaining. That was, I was like, that's in one of the games, right? And he was like, well, yeah. And I was like, yeah, that was like a, a little side thing in the game. That wasn't an actual story thing. That was in a video game. And I went, wait a minute. Have you actually seen Dragon Ball Z? And he was like, well, no. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and I was like, you're referring to different plot points and whatnot from a video game that just did it best to summarize the entirety of the story. Without you actually witnessing the story. So you're totally off base and you're totally offsetting what the hell those characters do. Because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You don't know those characters. You've never seen them do anything. You've only witnessed people summarize them. And I was like, and that's essentially the same crux that you have right now with Dragon Ball Super. But it goes to show you that that is a, a constant Demographic of people who happen to be within the anime community who essentially have that weird misconception. It is something that they do not know about, yet it is greatly important to everything that they fucking stand for. And that's the most disheartening notion about Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball is the fact that everyone and their Mama can open their mouth talking about whatever it is that they think is wrong with it or all the stuff that they don't like about it. But no one can really tell you if they actually sat down, looked at it, and understood everything about it. Whether or not they understood the complexity that comes with a lot of the character choices within the series or whether or not they can summarize or deal with some of the loss and pain and anguish that comes within Dragon Ball Z and whatnot. Or the fact that just because it has a simplistic formula for dealing with situations, its plot, or how the plot um, functioned around the story, they cannot sit there and tell you that that is something that is inherently bad, just a lack of complexity. Well, yes, this is simplistic. Yes, they laid this out in a single file line, but that does not mean that it's not entertaining. That does not mean that it was not something that was such a big fucking deal a long time ago. It also doesn't mean that just simply because of the fact that it existed a long time ago means it needs to adhere to the rules that it helped shape for now to for today's current anime that's not the fucking same that's not fair to the show that existed prior to your notions of anime every anime that you've seen now has been shaped by the identity of dragon ball z so how fair is it to judge dragon ball z based off of the fact that you've seen what dragon ball z has done before and other shit that has been copying dragon ball z Do you not understand how fucking retarded that is? Do you not see how ridiculous it is to even make that claim or that notion? To even be on that same outlet looking into the void of anime and then going, well, Dragon Ball Z is just innately stupid because of the fact that I've seen better. And it's like, how dare you? How fucking dare you? Now, if you don't like Dragon Ball Z because it's not as complex as something else, fine. But I... I assure you that there is complexity in a lot of things that's going on, but most likely you just don't care. <laughs> it's like you just don't see it or you don't care. Um, and whether or not you actually even grasp the concept of just all these happy go lucky characters just wanting to fight each other, I assure you to watch the series again. Look how many times people die. Just because the Dragon Balls exist and they wish people back to life doesn't mean that death itself isn't a con, um, isn't a con. Um, consequence that happens within the series multiple times within the series whether or not you knew it they weren't aware if they were able to even use the fucking dragon balls let alone be able to wish people back to life if the case so demanded that they had to so those it doesn't follow suit for you to know that the series at the end of it everyone is alive and then when you watch the series you go well no one's gonna die it's like bitch when it came out you didn't know that (laughs) it's totally different I felt the same way when I saw Master Roshi die in Dragon Ball. I I actually was taken back by the notion and the moment because it was a very powerful moment. And I thought, like, man, this is deep as hell. But the problem is, is that I've seen Dragon Ball Z before. I know Master Roshi is alive. Ergo, this moment is kind of hollow. But at the same time, I recognize why I felt that way. <laughs> I didn't... I didn't but there's so many people who don't grasp that concept when viewing or looking at something? And again, I would say, yeah, go back and watch the series, but also no, keep that notion in the back of your head. You know how this all turns out. So it's not going to hit you as hard as it should. The notion of Krillin dying the way that he did when he couldn't be wished back before after Guru already died and the Dragon Balls were gone and Goku turned Super Saiyan for the first time. When you finally saw that on TV for the first time without knowing any prior knowledge of Dragon Ball Z, that was something that a lot of people thought blew their fucking minds. And I remember as a kid and it being something I was just like, what the fuck is this? And there's never been anything to encompass that same type of hype ever since. Many have tried to duplicate it, but no one has come close to even capturing that same um, feeling. But by all means, sit there and think that Berserk, with its notions and its deals of tragedy and the tragic hero and all the stuff that it has to go through and whatnot, and all this complexity involved in the story and everything, that's all well and good. I'm not knocking that. I'm not saying that that's bad at all. What I'm saying is that compared to the level of influence Berserk has, over everything and compare it to the level of influence that dragon ball and dragon ball z has over everything berserk means shit it means fuck all. hell not too many people even knew about the damn thing until the creator passed away which is sad as hell because now it's a true tragedy because you'll never get to see how that story ends and I, I, my heart goes out to everyone because of that. Because that is disheartening. But it isn't something that's new to the manga or anime community. Happens a lot. And it's terrible when it does. But still, no matter what, Dragon Ball Z has proven time and time again to be something that talked about even to this day. It is the greatest anime of all time. And manga. Fuck.